Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Karen and I am your reader today. Today is Thursday, September the 8th. It is also the 12th of Elul on the Hebrew calendar. Today is also the 13th day of the 40 days of repentance. This week our Torah portion is Ki Titze, which means when you go out, and our reading today is from Deuteronomy chapter 23, verse 25 through chapter 24, verse 4. However, if you're reading in a non-Jewish translation, the verse count will be Deuteronomy 23, verse 24 through chapter 24, verse 4. Before we begin our reading, though, let's take a moment to bless God and thank Him for His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. When you come into your neighbor's vineyard, Then you may eat of grapes your fill at your own pleasure, but you shall not put any in your basket. When you enter your neighbor's standing grain, then you may pluck the ears with your hand, but you shall not use a sickle on your neighbor's standing grain. When a man takes a wife and marries her, then it shall be, if she finds no favor in his eyes, because he has found some unseemly thing in her, that he shall write her a certificate of divorce, put it in her hand, and send her out of his house. When she has departed out of his house, she may go and be another man's wife. If the latter husband hates her and writes her a certificate of divorce, puts it in her hand, and sends her out of his house, or if the latter husband dies, who took her to be his wife, Her former husband, who sent her away, may not take her again to be his wife, after she is defiled, for that would be an abomination to the Lord. You shall not cause the land to sin, which the Lord your God gives you for an inheritance. That was Deuteronomy, or Devarim, chapter 23, verse 25, through chapter 4, verse 4. Now to our reading in the Prophets, we'll be reading from Amos, chapters 6 and 7. Woe to those who are at ease in Zion, and to those who are secure in the mountains of Samaria, the notable men of the chief of nations, to whom the house of Israel come. Go to Kalnai and see, and from there go to Hamath the Great, Then go down to Gath of the Philistines. Are they better than these kingdoms? Or is their border greater than your border? Those who put far away the evil day and cause the seed of violence to come near, who lie on beds of ivory and stretch themselves on their couches and eat the lambs out of the flock and the calves out of the middle of the stall, who strum on the strings of a harp who invent for themselves instruments of music like David, who drink wine in bowls 
and anoint themselves with the best oils. But they are not grieved for the affliction of Yosef. Therefore, they will now go captive with the first to go captive, and the banquets of the haughty will come to an end. Adonai the Lord has sworn by himself, saying, Adonai Elohei Sevaot, I abhor the pride of Yaakov and detest his fortresses. Therefore I will deliver up the city with all that is in it. And it shall come to pass, if there remain ten men in one house, that they shall die. When a man's relative carries him, he who burns him to bring bodies out of the house and asks him who is in the innermost part of the house, is there yet anyone with you? And he says, No. Then he will say, Hold your tongue, for we must not make mention of the name of the Lord. For behold, the Lord commands, and the great house will be smashed to pieces, and the little house into bits. Do horses run on the rocky crags? Does one plow there with oxen? But you have turned justice into poison and the fruit of righteousness into bitterness. You who rejoice in a thing of nothing, who say, We were not taken for ourselves horns by our own strength. For behold, I will rise up against you a nation, O house of Israel, says Adonai Elohei Tsevaot, and they will afflict you from the entrance of Hamath to the brook of the Aravah. Thus Adonai the Lord showed me and behold, he formed locusts in the beginning of the shooting up of the latter growth. And behold, it was the latter growth after the king's harvest. When they finished eating the grass of the land, then I said, Adonai, O Lord, forgive, I beg you. How could Yaakov stand, for he is small? So the Lord relented concerning this. It shall not be, the Lord said. Thus Adonai the Lord showed me, and behold, Adonai the Lord called for judgment by fire, and it dried up the great deep and would have devoured the land. Then I said, Adonai, O Lord, stop, I beg you. How could Yaakov stand, for he is small? The Lord relented concerning this. This also shall not be, Adonai the Lord said. Thus he showed me, Behold, Adonai stood beside a wall made by a plumb line, with a plumb line in his hand. And the Lord said to me, Amos, what do you see? I said, A plumb line. Then Adonai said, Behold, I will set a plumb line in the midst of my people Israel. I will not again pass by them any more. The high places of Itzach will be desolate. The sanctuaries of Israel will be laid waste, and I will rise against the house of Jeroboam with the sword. Then Amaziah the priest of Bethel sent to Jeroboam, king of Israel, saying, Amos has conspired against you in the middle of the house of Israel. The land is not able to bear all his words. For Amos says, Jeroboam will die by the sword and Israel shall surely be led away captive out of his land. 
Then Amaziah said to Amos, You, seer, go, flee away into the land of Yehuda, and there eat bread, and prophesy there. But never again prophesy at Bethel, for it is the king's sanctuary, and it is a royal house. Then Amos answered and said to Amaziah, I was no prophet, neither was I a prophet's son, but I was a herdsman and a farmer of sycamore figs. And the Lord took me from following the flock, and the Lord said to me, Go, prophesy to my people Israel. Now therefore listen to the word of the Lord. You say, Do not prophesy against Israel, and do not proclaim against the house of Itzach. Therefore this is what the Lord says, Your wife shall be a prostitute in the city, and your sons and your daughters shall fall by the sword. Your land shall be divided by line, and you yourself shall die in a land that is unclean. And Israel shall surely be led away captive out of his land. That was Amos chapter 6 and 7. Now to our portion from the Ketuvim. We will be reading from Second Chronicles chapter 8. At the end of twenty years, in which Shlomo had built the house of the Lord and his own house, Shlomo built the cities which Haram had given to Shlomo and caused the sons of Israel to dwell there. Shlomo went to Hamath Sabah and prevailed against it. He built Tadmo in the wilderness and all the storage cities which he built in Hamath. He also built Bet Horan, the upper, and Bethoran the lower, fortified cities with walls, gates, and bars, and Baalath, and all the storage cities that Shlomo had, and all the cities for his chariots, the cities for his horsemen, and all that Shlomo desired to build for his pleasure in Yerushalayim, in Lebanon, and in all the lands of his dominion. As for all the people who were left of the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hevites, and the Jebusites, who were not of Israel, of their descendants who were left after them in the land, whom the sons of Israel did not destroy, of them Shlomo conscripted forced labor to this day. But of the sons of Israel Shlomo made no servants for his work, but they were men of war and chief of his captains, and rulers of his chariots, and of his horsemen. These were the chief officers of King Shlomo, even two hundred fifty, who ruled over the people. Then Shlomo brought up Pharaoh's daughter out of David's city to the house that he had built for her. For he said, My wife shall not dwell in the house of David, king of Israel because the places where the ark of the Lord has come are holy. Then Shlomo offered burnt offerings to the Lord on the altar of the Lord which he had built before the porch, even as the duty of every day required, offering according to the mitzvot of Moshe, on Shabbats, at Rosh Chodesh, and at the set feast three times per year, at the feast of Matzot, at the feast of Shavuot, and at the feast of Sukkot. 
He appointed according to the ordinance of David his father the divisions of the Kohanim to their service and the Levites to their offices to praise and to minister before the Kohanim as the duty of every day required. The doorkeepers also by their division at every gate. For David the man of God had so commanded they did not depart from the commandment of the king to the Kohanim and Levites concerning any matter, or concerning the treasures. Now all the work of Shlomo was prepared from the day of the foundation of the house of the Lord until it was finished, so the house of the Lord was completed. Then Shlomo went to Itzon Gibor and to Eloth on the seashore in the land of Edom. Haram sent him ships and servants who had knowledge of the sea, by the hands of his servants, and they came with the servants of Shlomo to Ophir, and brought from there four hundred fifty talents of gold, and brought them to King Shlomo. That was Second Chronicles, or Divrei Hayamim, chapter 8. Now to our final portion for today from the Apostolic Writings. We'll be reading from Hebrews chapter 11. Verses 1 through 19. Now faith is assurance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by this the elders obtained testimony. By faith we understand that the universe has been framed by the word of God, so that what is seen has not been made out of things which are visible. By faith, Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, through which he had testimony given to him that he was righteous, God testifying with respect to his gifts, and through it he, being dead, still speaks. By faith Enoch was taken away, so that he would not see death, and he was not found because God took him away. For he has had testimony given to him that before his translation he had been well-pleasing to God, and without faith it is impossible to be well-pleasing to him. For he who comes to God must believe that he exists, and that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. By faith Noah, being warned about things not yet seen, moved with godly fear, prepared a ship for the saving of his house, through which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go forth to the place which he was about to receive as an inheritance. And he went out, not knowing where he went. By faith, he lived as a foreigner in the land of promise, as in a land not his own, dwelling in tents with Itzach and Yaakov, their heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for the city which has the foundations, whose builder and maker is God. By faith, even Sarah herself received power to conceive, and she bore a child when she was past age, since she counted him faithful who had promised. Therefore, as many as the stars of the heaven in multitude, and as innumerable as the sand which is by the seashore, 
were fathered by one man and him as good as dead. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them and embraced them from afar, and having confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For those who say such things make it clear that they are seeking a country of their own, if indeed they had been thinking of that country from which they went out, they would have had enough time to return. But now they desire a better country, that is, a heavenly one. Therefore God is not ashamed of them to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. By faith Avraham being tested offered up Itzach. Yes, he who had gladly received the promises was offering up his one and only son, to whom it was said, Your offspring will be accounted as from Itzach, concluding that God is able to raise up even from the dead. Figuratively speaking, he also did receive him back from the dead. That was Hebrews chapter 11, verses 1 through 19. If you're reading through the apostolic writings twice this year's cycle, you'll also be reading Acts chapter 2 today. That concludes our readings for today. Until next time, busy moms, may you be blessed. And this is Karen from Daily Bread for Busy Moms wishing you shalom from Israel. Shalom.